G'day, g'day, and welcome to the Guide Nest podcast. I'm your host, Ness Song, and this is a channel for story sharing, connection, and joy. In this container, we are so lucky to explore the learnings, experiences, and wisdoms of each incredible being we are honored to share time and space with. In this episode, I speak to the incredible Natasha Kanenguisa. She's a traveler, a free spirit, and an alchemist of her own energy and universe. Natasha always reminds me to stay present, to stay joyful, and to remember that life is here to be lived and enjoyed. This conversation touches on everything from being our most authentic selves to love and how we seek it from external sources rather than from within. It is an incredible conversation with a few bathroom breaks in between, a little bit of disjointedness here and there, but so many divine codes within, so I know that you will enjoy it. Thank you for choosing to listen and spend a little bit of time with us here at the Guide Nest Podcast. Enjoy! Pure or is with water? Pure. Pure. Alrighty. Let's drop in. I'll get you to gently close your eyes and settle into your body. Taking a moment to be aware of everything that surrounds us. The sound of the birds around us. The feeling of our heart beating in our chest. Take a deep breath into the heart space. And exhale to release. This time we'll take a deep breath into our yoni and up flow through the heart and out to exhale. And then deep breath in all the way from our root to our crown, like a big circle of energy inside us. conversation into a place that empowers us to embrace positive change, that allows us to let go and to follow our heart, the sound, the voice, the strength of our own heart. There is one word that comes to mind for your intention for this space, you can speak it. Ease. 
breathe into our open hearts. Now when you're ready, you can bring yourself back to an open place of eyes open and maybe some gentle movement to your body to wake everything back up again. Welcome Natasha. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for having me. You're so very welcome. I'm very, very grateful um, to have you here and to be able to even just have this conversation with you. I feel like it's been a long time <coughs> coming. Bless you. Sorry. No? You're clearing, clearing the throat chakra right now. I think I was trying to drink the tea without <laughs> making noise. <laughs> Make noise. I think it's <coughs> important. Yeah. <coughs> I see. Then you can edit everything that is not necessary. True, true. That's that's the point. <coughs> Alrighty. Alrighty. So this is Natasha, everyone. Hello. And uh, Natasha is my very good friend, but also an incredible human um, who travels around just living her life expression as Natasha, mm -hmm. embodying the truth of what it means to be tapped in to herself. And I think learning along the way and sharing her learnings with all of us. And I think that's what I'm very grateful for in our friendship because I feel like I'm constantly learning. Um, we do need to. Yes. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Yes. Thanks. Um, but I really love the way that you carry yourself in the world. And I think that you have a very special energy that the world really needs, but also that we are so grateful for in this place too. So thank you for being here. Try my best. I would love to hear, before I do, one back for a second. Welcome to the Guidedness Podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me here. You're so welcome. <laughs> You're so welcome. Um, this effectively is a container mm -hmm. that I created so that I could speak to people that I find incredible and inspiring. Mm -hmm. um, because I think there's a lot of news out there that's like, oh, the world is this and the world is that. And like, oh, everything's shit and everything's falling apart. But actually... I feel like there's a lot more joy and magic in the world and I think it starts within our individual experiences with how we show up in the world and how we move through the big things that we're experiencing to create love and joy wherever we go. So that is the Guidedness Makes Podcast. Sense. Yes. Yes. Um, we're recording this today on Darwal Country and I'm going to throw it over to you because I would love to hear a little bit from you about you and I know it's a little bit uncomfortable sometimes but I think this is a good exercise in just going out there and just being yourself and just sharing yourself. I hope you're going to ask me a question. I will. I will, I will say <laughs> my question is Natasha, I really want to know more about you. <laughs> please. Such a specific question. Could you please like, just tell me about what it means to be Natasha. Hmm. All right. I guess when you were describing myself before saying all this thing of traveling and discovering myself and spreading my energy around and my, my teachings, I think you said, this was like, wow, okay. I didn't have that <laughs> concept about myself. But actually, yeah, I am on, I think it's a constant process of understanding who we are and I don't have any clarity about that. I just enjoy who I am, as I am. And uh, yeah, I try to be more authentic as I can and try to liberate myself and feel comfortable with myself. And sometimes that's 
something I guess we need to constantly develop because when we arrive to a new place or when we feel alone or any kind of things that happen when you travel, actually when you travel by yourself, you start always new beginnings and then you again you need to commit with yourself to show up as you are without trying to be something different, to fit in a place mm. or to be liked by people or to be accepted and yeah I think this is like my main challenge yeah. at the moment yeah. for the last years when I start this journey yeah. yeah I feel like it's a challenge most people would resonate with I definitely resonate with it mm. I, I haven't done that much traveling but I find myself in situations especially in new situations trying to mold myself to fit into the situation that I'm in rather than just kind of coming in as my full Vanessa my yeah. fullness um, fullness <laughs> but I feel like that's shifting I think it's shifting because there are people like yourself embodying what it looks like and constantly learning along the way and showing I guess that when we step up into this truth of like hey sometimes I feel lonely and alone and sometimes that makes me do things that aren't really normal Genuine. Yeah, genuine. Yeah. yeah, actually, thank you. That's such a better clarity. Mm. Sometimes that makes me do things that aren't exactly genuine. Um, Developing or getting closer to these tools, but actually we are creators. And this is not just a way of saying it. This is really how it is. And the thing is that there are specific ways to do this. There are a lot of different ways, but at least the things that uh, help me or work for me and this is from the place that I like to share it is that people when they think that they sit and meditate okay yeah let's sit and visualize something it's much more complex than that and you need to you need to put yourself in a specific state to make that deep and real because then yeah we can have a lot of imagination and the will of power wanting to do something with that can be there but then if you don't put your whole system aligned to work with the field of creation you don't get that thing in my opinion that's why i use this i combine different tools where first i try to guide people in a alpha brain way of state where you are more relaxed and where the the body is not interfering with the mind process. And yeah, it's very important to use our heart as well and create coherence between the heart and the mind. And from there, actually, yeah, I think that, so in one point, this is important, but from where I wanna share all this is because if I, I think, I believe that when people realize that they have this power and they don't need to rely on somewhere else, on someone else to tap into their own power, mm. I think that the world can be a better place because we will have less competition or we will be looking less to the neighbor's garden. And then when you realize that your own garden depends on you and you just can do whatever you want with that, because you have that power. The thing is trying to, yeah, I, I would like to help people to recognize this own power and to share the tools that they can use for themselves to tap into this power. Mm. Yeah, from a place of 
not from the ego maybe. Even if it starts from the ego, because it can be, yeah, I want to achieve all these things in my life, or I want to have, and maybe that's the ego speaking. Mm. But once you realize that you are actually able to do whatever you want, then you can start to leave the ego aside. Mm. 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 There's so much in that, there's so much in that. I mean, even when you were talking, I felt like a noticeable shift for me. Like, I think sometimes, so, I, I can go into my brain space or I can go into my heart space but sometimes I feel like the coherence between the two gets a little bit muddled but the code that you just shared it made a lot of sense and I was like oh yeah they obviously they need to be talking because otherwise that doesn't work and I'm like okay flow it already feels like it's going now that's great and then you also mentioned creation which I'm just like oh okay so in order to flow through the state of creation and manifesting things in our lives, I think it's important to make sure that that flow between the brain and the heart exists. But I guess I present another um, understanding as well because you did also mention the ego too. And I think it's important that one, we know that we want certain things so it gets us closer to the places that we wanna go. I wanna make a differentiation between a healed ego and an unhealed ego. I think an unhealed ego is something that makes us react and makes us inflamed in certain situations because it's a scared part of us a hurt part of us it's like lashing out from the darkness mm. but i think that tools like meditation and moving the energies and brain and heart coherence help create pathways that we can share our light so that it can light up the dark parts and then bring it out the gifts that are underneath what the pain created so for example like i, I used to really struggle with perfectionism to the point where I almost didn't do anything. Mm. It was hard for me to even start this podcast because I was like, everything I say, and then I was like, okay, all right. I need to first understand that this is a child that was born and created in me from my upbringing, from my cultural conditioning, but also from generational conditioning as well. So I can visualize her and I can look at all the times that she tried to do something and it wasn't perfect and perhaps there was criticism or there was judgment or there was a feeling of not being enough and instead of shutting that down and being like oh yeah okay that's not me anymore I guess it's an important step in it but I think for me my process is being aware in the heart space now that I have this brain coherence too it's, it's working a lot easier but completely the perfectionism I just relax suddenly, like you remind me, even doing this, that it's just a conversation between two friends, you can still feel the pressure of, oh, wait, I should think on the answers, I should <laughs> sit properly, I should <laughs> say everything I have to, and yeah, it's like, there is so much pressure on that in everything we do, and as I, I was telling to all of you yesterday in the in the circle we did, the woman circle, I think that it's really everything about freeing ourselves from all that mm. because yeah at the end we have different levels of conditioning but that's perfectionism is one that a lot of us we have in different levels but still is there and uh, and that's not free, doesn't allow us to be ourselves mm. it's like really yeah there is so much expectations to be a certain in a certain way or to be a certain being mm. and i think yeah that can comes from wanting to be someone mm. otherwise if you are not someone then 
you cannot fit in this world. Mm. We need characters, we need people with names and mm. And that's kind of something, it has the good and the bad thing, I guess, because it pushes us to do better or to try to recognize which are our gifts and try to share, but not from a place of needing to be someone, only from a place of, okay, this is helping me, so let's share it. Mm. Otherwise it can be uh, very, like the need of, um, how do you say, when you pertenecer? Um, Trying to taste the word. You are part of a community, you belong. Yes. Ness, come on. Oh, what are you talking about me? You, you, belong. You got it. Ah, the right. need of belong in this world. Mm. Mm. Yeah. 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 Oh. I think, yeah, we are learning to belong in different ways mm. without being to be someone, without being from ourselves to be recognized as someone. Mm. And that's a big, a big thing, because yes. from where I come, you have to, otherwise you die, yes. basically. Yeah. yeah. I think that's been most of the world for such a long time, mm. you know? And I, and I think that, you know, most people, everybody, I would say, is aware that something is not quite right. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a heaviness that sits in all of us. Sometimes people feel it as like a hole or a gap where something feels like it's deeply missing. Mm. And I think we try and fill that with things from the outside. We're like, oh yes, more things, more stuff, that'll fix it. But I think even people can't fix it. Other people can't fix it. Ooh, it's like a yearning almost for us to really just be ourselves, with ourselves, mm. and then to find other people who are ready to do that with themselves and create more congruency and coherence not just within ourselves but with each other yeah because I think that's something that we're really missing like I find that sometimes even with our families we can't even have these kinds of conversations or discussions because mm -hmm. there's just almost like this this inability to see past the pain that we hold as individuals to see each other's pain and then to meet them there without trying to fix or change it or make it better or try and blame it on someone else I think people are terrified of taking responsibility because taking responsibility means also telling the truth and mm. the truth is something that I think people are scared of. I was scared of, I mm. am still scared of the truth sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes though when we, when we invite ourselves into the arena of telling the truth and being honest, mm. it can be so freeing. Because I think the root of the true goes to the point you mentioned before that's that fear of being alone the loneliness and not from a bad perspective the thing is it's hard to put light mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. when we've been for so long being afraid of being alone mm -hmm. and suddenly when we have to sit with that true and feel comfortable with it mm -hmm. It's like, oh, but I've been escaping all my life from this, so now how I sit with it, like... Uh, yeah. Yeah, and it's coming from that place you mentioned, I guess, that only when we really are okay with ourselves, mm. when we are by ourselves, we can start to relate differently with others mm. from a more authentic place. Yeah. I th yeah, you're so correct. You're so correct. 
like a literal place of like I'm okay to be on my own it's okay to be alone and I know I won't be alone forever just sometimes I do need to be in order to be okay with me I mean, it's, I guess it's coming from the fear of death, because before, before in the tribe lifestyle, I mean, when people were living in the jungle, if they were alone, basically they were dying, and we still carry all this fear, and uh, I don't know, I think it's, yeah, it's very important to be honest on that, like, I'm not comfortable by that. By, by, by myself and I'm scared of being alone and so how I can go through how I can go beyond this fear and yeah instead of expecting this external <sighs> I feel it starts with teaching ourselves that we can be with ourselves because I think part of being alone and being afraid to be alone is that you you fear not being able to give or receive warm, warmth, mm. like connection, like the light that you receive when you, when you touch someone's hand, you mm. know, you, there's like a, there's like an energy exchange that mm. occurs in that space. And when you're on your own, it's like, okay, well, I'm in my own field. I have to be in my own field. How can I give that connection, that warmth to this that really needs it? Sometimes people can go entire lifetimes without receiving that from themselves. Mm. I went a long time before I realized that it was something I could give myself because we don't teach people that they can give it to themselves. It's starting to change now. I'm really seeing it a lot in a lot of the circles that I'm involved in. Like People are opening up to the understanding that without having some sort of trust with yourself, you can't walk through this life and trust other people because you'll constantly be worried that someone's gonna come and hurt you or fuck you up. Mm. And you're reflecting all that. Exactly, exactly. You always draw to you what state of consciousness you're in. And I think that's something that's hard for some people to hear as well, because how could this be happening to me? Why is this happening to me? Whereas I think it really disempowers us from the narrative that we could happen to life and mm. that life is happening for us and we are responsible for it, it's a big responsibility. Mm. And yeah, that's the power of creation, I mean, <laughs> because then it's really, you are reflecting all the time what's happening inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's scary, but it's exciting. I feel like it's exciting when you've reached a place of awareness. And you're yeah, like, and then when you stop expecting so much from it. But I think we know when it feels like it doesn't feel right in us. And I guess my question to you is, what do you do in those situations where you realize that something doesn't feel right? How do you adjust? Um, and how do you move through that? I run away. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! It's the time to run. <laughs> Actually, it's hard because sometimes you get it on time. Yeah. And sometimes you're already like in the middle of the situation. Mm. And that's harder because then it's like more than one step backward. It's like a few. Mm. But... Yeah, how I realize when I'm not being really myself. I guess when I start to feel uncomfortable in one point. But then it's good to identify if the uncomfort comes because you are forcing yourself to be something else or because you are pushing yourself to actually be 
more free as well because sometimes we limit ourselves as mm. well and because we are afraid of show up completely mm. and that can be uncomfortable as well to put yourself completely but I think that th that, that comes with time mm. and then once that you really resonate in a place and with the people and for me the process are slow normally like I need my time to set, settle down mm. it's not gonna happen from one day to the other and at the beginning I was like struggling with that because it's like oh but I need all this time maybe a few weeks to really feel comfortable with people and to really feel that I can open myself and then I was feeling this pressure of, oh no, but I'm going to lose this time and then people will not really know me or they will think that I don't want to participate or that I'm, you know, staying mm. on the side. But at the end, it's really what I need. Mm. Otherwise, I will be forcing myself to just, yeah, be there completely from the beginning and it doesn't work for me. So, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I resonate, mm. I resonate, yeah. I think I've been forcing myself a lot lately, but I think part of the reason is because I know that when I'm by myself, I know that a lot of work gets done, but it's scary initially to have to open that door to all of the things that need my attention. Mm. And so I'd much rather be in a space where I'm like helping other people through their stuff mm -hmm. than working on my own shit because I'm like, oh yeah, like this, this graph, right. <laughs> I feel like I'm really like, you know, doing some work. And I, I think I've always been someone that like, ever since I was young, I was like, I wanna, I wanna help. I wanna s serve in some way. And that kind of led me into politics and then it led me out of politics and it led me into this space where I realize and I know in principle that the only way you can really help the world is by fixing and healing all the stuff inside you that needs to be healed mm. I recognize that but there are still moments where I slip into that awareness where I'm like oh I'm doing the thing again where I don't want to be alone um, and I think that comes from like a place of internal loneliness where I think hmm, I think it's like you mentioned that fear of like missing out on a situation or you know perhaps not being recognized in my truth by other people because sometimes I feel like I need other people to see my truth in order for me to validate my truth and in some mm. places that's important like mm. I think in women's circles and like sharing circles I think that's important but I think sometimes I really I'm currently learning how important it is to share what you feel in the moment is necessary for sharing not just everything like oh i healed this the other day and blah blah blah, blah. i'm just gonna tell you everything because you don't need to know everything but i think sometimes it's easy to get into that trap where you're like oh this is how i help mm. um, and i think it's nice to share our healing process once that we really feel we are doing something about it like mm. when the, once that we start to feel this click because once that we put it outside Sometimes when it's only inside, it's just, I mean, I think that exteriorizing things, I'm saying it well, mm -hmm. makes things more real sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then when you hear yourself actually speaking about your own truth or about your own process, it starts to make more sense. Mm -hmm. But only when it comes from like a genuine space or from a really authentic space, not from I'm trying to heal faster or to yeah show everyone where i am or yeah <laughs> it can happen i mean <laughs> not to show everyone but sometimes it's nah, like this feeling of yeah 
yeah, I want to be there, so I'm trying to be there. Mm. And then maybe, yeah, you're not there yet, and it's okay. Yeah. It's funny, my body does things sometimes, and even when you were speaking, my ear was, like, doing this thing. It didn't hurt. It was just kind of like a, like a poking yeah. in my ear, like, like saying, Escucha. <laughs> uh, which for English speakers means listen. Um, yeah, because sometimes I feel like this stuff, like it really, I need to really listen from here and not so much from here because mm. sometimes I worry that if I try and listen from here, I won't remember, like I've got to write it down or something. Mm. But I feel like in these interactions, sometimes it just helps being completely present and allowing what comes through to just go from your mouth into here and then see what works, see what does it, and then let it move through you. And that's that's considered complete, I guess. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I have a question. Mm. So you mentioned processes, and, and I guess there's a lot in everybody's different processes, but particularly I'm interested to hear a little bit about what your process of change and letting go looks like for you? Mm, good question. Well, I think it always comes to the same source of being more authentic and being more honest with who you are. And for that we need to let go a lot because it's all this conditioning that we carry that is not really us or ours. And yeah, it comes from generations and generations, or from cultural as well conditioning, or yeah, from our families, from where we born, from the school, from the teachers, from everyone that interact in our lives, put a seed on that. And then, because maybe when we are not that aware of who we really are, or how we want to develop in this world, how we want to show up, or how we want to live the life then we start to take all these identities that are not really ours. So when we start, I guess, the process of awareness or try to live more conscious, then the questions start to appear, okay, who, who I am then if I'm not all this? Mm. But identifying already that you are not all this is a lot mm. because we've been identifying with all these different characters for so long mm. and suddenly let them go or saying oh actually even if we like these characters because they can be beautiful I mean that's why we pick it from others mm. and but it doesn't fit mm. so even the good characters or the bad characters they need to go out <laughs> <at one point. laughs> and that's yeah that's the process of letting go I think identifying first who we don't are mm. so we can start to see what is behind all that mm. Mm. yeah and there are a lot of different ways of doing that I guess like uh, I guess it's yeah being very honest with ourselves with what feels comfortable and not feels comfortable and then the process of cleaning I don't know if this is this was kind of your question or not but yeah, I use a lot of meditation tools for that. Mm. And once that I start to feel that this is working or I feel lighter, I can start to exteriorize that because I, I make it more real as well mm. with that. 
but it's not really necessary it's just that yeah we live in community we like to share i guess this is part of yeah helping each other the exchange <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and listening to each other as well mm. this is the beauty of living in a place like this one yeah yeah, yeah. it is a blessing it is a blessing i think it's also a place of learning too because you can it's it's a giant playground where you can there's infinite possibilities about how you could possibly handle yourself mm. and how you can show up in a space and i think when you are in that place of trusting that the work that you're doing is working and that you don't need anybody else to validate that it's working yeah then it becomes like oh okay i get to share from a place of if you need assistance then you can ask me for what my experience is mm -hmm. or something really exciting happened to me and I yeah. want to share it. So that I think there's two levels there, which I think is, is important to move through. I think when you're balancing that dichotomy, I'm still learning. Um, but I feel like it's this week, this week has really been like hitting it home for me because I'm usually sharing everything with everyone. But mm. now I'm just like, okay, ask myself, is it, is it time to share now or is it time to go inside? And I think usually because I'm a little bit hesitant to be alone, it's usually I'm like, oh, I'll go share, like, ah, Natasha, and then like, I'm like, why am I, why am I tired? It's because I'm externalizing my energy and my resources, um, and they really need to be inside myself right now. Mm. So I find that to be an incredibly interesting experience. I have a friend. Hello. Hello. He's so cute. Your microphone is okay there? Because it was hiding. I'm quite loud. Should be okay. Thank you for checking, though. <laughs> I want to ask more about you. You mentioned, you mentioned how you show up in the world and what you want to do. And oh, I don't like know. That. Yes, yes, correct. I, I want to ask about what you currently do because I went to your workshop the other day, the meditation. I thought it was fucking incredible. Um, I think the work that you do to take people so deeply into themselves is something that, like, I, I love to meditate but I think I avoid it and then I think when I do do it I don't think I go that deep mm. so I think when when you were in that space and guiding and facilitating the space that's probably the deepest in meditation that I've ever gone without properly falling asleep mm. and so I think that is incredibly valuable but I know that it's part of a broader puzzle of what it is that you're here to create yeah. and move through so I'd love to hear more about the puzzle um, and what that looks like for you moving forward into this next chapter of your journey. Yeah, I think meditation is actually the key for a lot. And uh, with this means, I mean that, I mean, meditation is, there are a lot of different tools related with that, but what I, in my own journey, what I discover is that it helps a lot to tap into our own power when we realize that we have actually the power to create. Manifesting, attracting, whatever you want to call it, there are different ways of... Let's talk about love. Oh no. <laughs> the energy of love. What does it, what does it mean to you? How are you? moving through it mm. how does it sit inside you yeah well i think i'm a bit addicted to love aren't we all 
like uh, I like love a lot. But I think that yeah, there is a big difference between external love and self-love. Mm. And I am now on the journey of finding the self-love and making peace with it. But I have more experience about the external one. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's something beautiful when you find people where you can really be yourself and open yourself and connect with a lot of intimacy. Mm. And yeah, even sometimes when there is all this love between two or three or whoever, there is still something that sometimes even when there is a lot of love, not just romantic love, mm. any kind of love, friendships or family love or whatever it comes, there is still something that wants to be loved mm. and that's why we look for that mm. because maybe we still cannot accept completely all that or maybe we cannot give all that love to ourselves so that's why we try to be loved mm. from mm. the outside mm. and yeah I think it's a big journey to make peace with uh, finding ourselves more comfortable with who mm. we are and trying to connect from that place mm. more from external instead of external validation yeah yeah mm. and it's tricky to figure it out <laughs> when <laughs> when you are going from this place or from the other one I yes guess. yeah I feel that yeah I feel that uh, immediately, even when you were just talking, it just sparked so many awarenesses in me as well about my own experience too. Like, I think that it can be very easy to mistake attention, affection, or external validation as love. And I think we're not taught the difference of mm. what it truly means to love and to be loved. Yeah. So for me, I think I've chased that kind of I would say surface level love from so many different places in so many different ways over my life. Like I like shout out to Lewis. I, <laughs> I chased a boy all the way to Perth for like a whole year, like just flying to and from Sydney and Perth. Expensive <coughs> as shit, credit card debt, whoo, and probably one of the biggest learnings that I've ever received in my life because I think the way in which I was taught about love was that if you if you kept giving of yourself then maybe you might receive something in return mm. and I think that that can be a very dangerous way to share love because there is no guarantee and there yeah. should be no expectation on how you receive love or how you give love because that's the conditional love exactly so I think what we sh truly deeply inside ourselves are actually seeking is an unconditional love and a love that's not been conditioned by the conditionings that we've been conditioned by. It's a fucking hard job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my God. Because at the end, every relationship has to have some reciprocity mm. in one point. Otherwise, you drain completely. Yeah. But then, if you think about the love from a mom to a son, she's not expecting to have it back. Mm. And that's mm. unconditional love, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that also comes with so many, so many things as well, because we're all operating from different wound spaces mm. and hurt selves and blah, 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 mm. blah, 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 blah. But I feel like when we offer 
a love of a parent within ourselves to ourselves especially to the children in ourselves like I always like to think of the heart as the mum and the mind as the children and as soon as there's a child that's like running out of whack I'm like okay what's going on my little kids let's see let's sit down let's have some tea let's take a breath it's gonna be okay show me who's talking but if they're scared that I'm gonna judge them or that I'm gonna punish them or that I'm gonna hurt them they're not gonna come to me they're not gonna tell me what I'm supposed to be healing but if I create a space of play within myself where it's in a play and I'm like oh come on you little crazy judgment girl come here like let's have a let's have a chat it's more likely that I'll be able to bring that version of myself to love, to light, than if I was to be like, oh, I judge myself, I hate myself, I blame myself for having these parts of myself that are dark and disgusting and ugly and shameful and all of these things that we call ourselves sometimes. And it creates this heaviness in our field and in our hearts that I think is the reason why most of us struggle so deeply is because there is this, this war that's happening inside us that doesn't need to be a war. It's like, we just need to put down our weapons and be like, okay, how can I create balance and unity in myself? I think we wanna create unity consciousness on the planet so that we can all get along with each other and be like in a place of reciprocity and love with each other. Yeah. But we can't do that with each other if we're not doing that with ourselves. Yeah. And yeah, and I think that at the end, when we look for that reciprocity and when we don't have it back, sometimes we forget that we are all going through stuff and mm -hmm. that other person has 1,000 things going on as well. Mm -hmm. No, it's not just you or just us mm -hmm. that we are going through our own processes and then expecting the other one to give you back what you want to give and what you want to receive. Mm. It's a lot. Mm. And it's a constant reminder, I think, finding like, don't take it personally, like yeah. just allow them to be. And then there has to be some kind of, how do you say this, like, uh, um, not discrimination, but when Boundary. You, yes, maybe boundaries, but there is something that you should kind of need to notice as well mm. when you want to participate or on that or maybe when you want to accept the other ones completely mm. as they are mm. because sometimes it's temporary mm. this reciprocity sometimes it can be forever and mm. then it's really up to you if you put yourself there or not yeah and yeah. that's not wrong or right mm. i guess it's mm. a choice yeah and it's a process i think it's a yeah. constant process like even in this exchange i can feel myself like i can i can set an awareness inside me where i'm like i want this to be a space of reciprocity like that's an intention that my mind creates and i'm moving out with my heart energy and then i can feel myself sit in places where you're giving your wisdom and i'm like okay i can receive now so it's being aware of like i'm in receive mode now mm. and then when i want to give i'm going to say okay now I want to move into give mode now and just making sure that 
I'm aware where I'm sitting at different mm. points in time and ensuring that I'm mindful of your energies and my energies yeah. so that when we come together, it creates this balance of love and reciprocity that That's you don't really beautiful. have to think about because yeah. it's just moving as it needs to. Um, yeah, That's true. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like people around us are our greatest teachers. You know, whenever I struggle with anyone, if I have any feelings or tension about them, I look at them and I'm like, okay, I used to be like, oh, this, this person's so annoying and this person's so judgmental and like, I don't like them, but blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like it was just very easy to be in that headspace. Mm. And now I feel like I sit in a different awareness where like I see someone and I'm like, all right, you, you are creating tension in me. I need to go inside and open up that tension. What part of me is speaking to this situation? So like, for example, someone who's like very, very much inconsiderate for example mm. like as someone who's been taught my whole life to be over considerate I'm now looking at the child who's been minimized and made to feel like they need to be considerate and aware of everybody else in the situation except for themselves mm. then I know that I need to give love to that situation I need to heal that situation so that I can look at that person with the eyes of awareness and say, it's not about you at all. Uh, you, you may have your own things to heal. That's not my responsibility unless you ask me for help. What is my responsibility is my children and the ones that need my attention and my awareness. Yeah. That's how I heal. And I feel like I can't do that without other people around me who trigger me. Yeah. Cause I love it when people trigger me now. I used to hate it. I used to be like, I'm surrounded by people <laughs> and like none of this makes sense. And now I'm like, all right, and if we believe that there is something higher going on, mm. that people appear for a reason, <laughs> yeah. it's not gonna be just as a mistake, right? So, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely correct on that one. Yeah. Yeah. But then I guess it's still a choice of like accepting people as they are, mm. because at the end everything is about the perspective. Maybe you see someone in a different way completely as, that I, than I see them mm. or whatever. But then I think it's one thing is accepting everyone as it is, as they are. And another thing is choosing with who you want to spend your life or your time, mm. because then I mean, the first one, I think it's a must if we want to have healthy environments. Mm. But then the second one is this, this part of discernment that we need mm. to cultivate mm. relationships that we look to expand. Otherwise, you would be, I mean, your energy will be spreading all around mm. and you couldn't be focused on like cultivating specific ones, I guess, no? Correct. This we don't have to like everyone, this is what I try to say. You're not gonna be everyone's cup of tea. <sighs> no. But we get to be each other's cup of tea, and I love that, I love that. I feel like there's like this hidden cheekiness that lives in your existence. I feel like you bring it out in me as well, but like every time you just walk into a room, I'm like, it's flat time. <laughs> it's time to have a good time. And, and sometimes I just look on the side, no, Ness, it's not the time. Yeah, that's me to you sometimes. I feel like sometimes in the kitchen, you're like, you're like a hundred and I'm like 20 and I'm like, I don't have the space it's not for this all. right now. It's not <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like I want to ask one more question. Mm -hmm. Why do you feel like we were brought into each other's awareness? 
into each other's fields. Why did we meet? <laughs> to play. Yeah, sure. I agree. I agree. And uh, so, what's what what are the lessons that we whatever the need to take wherever from you, each other? Wherever maybe? you take it, wherever mm. you take it, wherever you want. Okay, let me sit with the question. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I can see myself reflecti reflecting on you a lot and uh, and I, I guess that the, I'm learning too much, a lot, between each other to judge less, to accept more to feel more compassion and that brings me a lot of compassion for myself because it's easier to feel compassion for you maybe but mm -hmm. then when I am feeling compassion for you and I understand that all that compassion that I have for you and all that love I have for you is just a reflection and then in the moment that I see, oh, little, little, littleness, as Chelsea says, <laughs> littleness, I can, I can see you and I can love you and I, I can understand your pain and your happiness and every part of you is like, I can finally see all that from myself as well. And I think that's the, that's the reason that we reflect each other because sometimes we don't see all that from ourselves. And we need that mirror to mm. show us, look, look, all everything you have to learn from yourself is here. And then, oh, right, okay, I can see it better now. Mm. Mm. And yeah, you teach me a lot about myself, I think. Uh, I would say it's mutual. It's yeah. very mutual and reciprocal. Yeah. It's just a constant exchange, I feel. And I, I feel like you've been such a powerful teacher for me in this space as well. Just hearing the way that you talk about energy, about vibrations, about magic, about the world, how you see the world, how you encourage other people to not sit too hard into their own pain. I think it's it's important. It's mm. an important reminder to help. I think you open people to love in the way that you, you move in space. I feel like that just even, you don't even have to say anything. I think sometimes you're just in a space and people are like, you help people expand. And I'm very grateful for you. Thank you. <laughs> I hope so. I feel so. All right. <laughs> uh, it's important. It is important. To help each other with that. It is. I yeah. think we're doing exactly what we're meant to be doing. Yes. Yes. Here we are. Take a, take a few deep cleansing breaths. We thank our guides for this channel, for all the cool things that we explored and all the integrations that we moved through. Thank you for this space. Thank you for Natasha. Thank you for this container to be able to connect and speak deeply in this way. Thank you for truth. We gratefully close this space and this container and we set an intention to carry this love and this joy through the rest of our day 
and we send it to each person that listens to this podcast through all time and space. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Namaste. 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 Aho! I feel like that concludes the formalities. We can just like, I guess, like play until until we feel called to stop or until it Keep stops. Hugging. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for climbing a tree with me today. Thanks for climbing a tree with me today. <laughs> it was a good tree. She's, we, I love that we didn't even intentionally do it, but we set up next to the tree that we climbed. True. How is your wounds? <laughs> it's not too I think bad. it's like here. Oh, more that. Oh, I haven't seen that in the moment. Yeah, it's not, it's not too bad. I thought my nipple got hurt, oh. but my nipple's fine. I think I like... I think yeah. so. Yeah. Because yeah. this part of you that like the pain. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> finally. My body is aligned now. <laughs> we stop the pain. I agree. I agree. But we don't stop it completely. We just appreciate it for what it is yes. and accept it. I feel like it's when trees hurt me that I don't really mind that much because it's like, um, <laughs> I'm in nature. It's, you're supposed to get scratched up once in a while. Yeah, but you can be more mindful as well. Yeah. I, avoid that. I don't know. I felt like I did my best to not slide down the tree, but then the <laughs> only solution was to slide down like the tree. <laughs> I felt, or, or like um, you know the firefighter poles. Hmm? You know the firefighters, the bomberos. Ah yes. You know how fire... they go down the firefighters. Oh, firefighters! I didn't know. You go down the like pole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was me with the tree, like whoop. Well, this has some sparks in between, I guess. Correct. And I also feel like it's it wasn't too dangerous. It was fine. No, no, it was not dangerous. Yes. Completely safe. Completely, one hundred percent. I am too. I have I have my 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 breakfast that I didn't eat that I need to put more milk in because look, it's like rock hard. Uh. That goes inside me <laughs> <laughs> because because it helps me poo. Yeah, yeah, I see, I see. So now it's like hard. Hard poo. <laughs> yeah, you need some liquid there. I do. I do. I think I'm gonna do a smoothie then. That's a good Very idea. Very fast. Yeah. What are you doing at twelve? I have to do the second count on the. Um, on the 